Welcome to Pros and Cons, a show about a variety of topics. I'm Jack. And I'm Kev. Let's talk about golf. My left stroke just went viral. (laughs) Talking about that Tiger Woods sport. I mean, for sure the Michael Jordan of golf, right? (laughs) I mean, (laughs) why bring up that name so early in the episode? (laughs) Uh, But yeah, sure. Do you think anyone will ever pass him by as the most famous golfer? Tiger Woods? Yeah. No, at least not for the near future. One, because he's still here and relevant. Of course, not as good, not as active as he used to be, because, I mean, injuries and troubled life and everything, and then a car crash and all that has happened, but it'll take a lot. And I think the only way it's possible, if it's another cool person of color that brings like life into the sport again, kind of how he did at the time. So it'll be someone with, like, Driv and possibly wears Jordans. I mean, I hate to say that name again, but something that's, like, different, you know, that will catch your attention and probably bring, like, youth back to the sport. So, yeah and no at the same time. It'll just take another one-in-a-lifetime type talent to make it happen. I feel like with golf, though, except for Tiger and maybe Arnold Palmer because of the drink, Most people don't know, like, any other golfer to exist. Maybe you could say, like, Phil Mickelson, but even then, it's a very small amount of people. And I don't know if that's going to really change in terms of golfers being put into the national or international spotlight. Yeah, like, outside of Tiger, obviously, and then Phil Mickelson, and maybe Rory McIlroy, whatever his name is. But even I, like, barely know Rory just so vaguely by the name and i'm into sports yeah exactly i feel like within those top five the most popular golfer is probably michael jordan like he's known for it i mean there was like a part of it in his documentary and it's weird when yeah like you have this major sport but even the names within it are like you have to be like a super fan to know them which is kind of weird I mean, even going off that, I feel like celebrity charity tournaments or even just celebrities playing in general, they get more notoriety. And I mean, you're speaking to the same idea, but that's like more popular than the actual golfers playing. And you don't get that in other sports. Yeah, I'm sure that's the case. Like, I don't know numbers and like actual stats on like people watching or anything, but I'm for sure more like attracted or entertained by the idea of like oh shit curry like shot six birdies back to back and like Mahomes and a bunch of other baseball players and stuff like that than like the actual tournaments and stuff and again like i'm just a casual fan of the sport like i'm not a super fan but at least that's the case with me yeah i mean as we're about to get into neither of us are like huge golf watchers i would say for me as a kid obsessed with sports center growing up i would see stuff through there and at that time a lot of tiger Woods stuff and mickelson like i mentioned even like vj singh and some other people but as far as like watching tournaments i mean sometimes my dad would have on like the masters or stuff like that and i would watch but i never really got into the tournaments like that and still to this day i don't really have interest to watch them yeah i can agree with pretty much everything you said when it comes to watching the sport i don't do very much of it i have done 
some watching of the Masters or some of the other U.S. Opens and tournaments. But it was back in the day, like when you said, probably like middle school and stuff when like Sports Center was big. You'd probably just watch anything that was on ESPN at the time. So I watched a few like that, but not that I was like highly interested. And obviously it was all with the hype of Tiger and him like winning it. And also they're very strict about sharing clips online, like on social media. Whereas, for example, like baseball kind of used to be, but they've become a lot more loose now. But golf is very still like in their stubborn tradition and don't want to get it out there and you know I, I don't know all the details I'm just speaking to something I heard but that seems like the case because I don't see highlights on like Twitter much and I feel like that's holding back the sport from growing more not that I think it would explode or anything if it was but it would definitely help it yeah that is true I for sure don't see as many clips out there if I do see one, it's some shit that's like insanely crazy, you know, like the hole in ones or I don't know, some sort of trick shot or something. But even that you see that like that's why it's up there, maybe because it doesn't happen very often, which I think is one of the struggles the sports has when it comes to like excitement. A lot of the things you'd get excited while watching golf is playing like really precise golf and stuff like getting the ball really close to the hole. But most of the time you're not going to get a hole in one or anything like that. But Imagine, like, the average watcher, like, your mom or your grandparents watching that don't play golf. And, like, someone hits it and the crowd goes wild because the ball landed 10 feet from the hole. And you're like, (laughs) (laughs) right, uh, that's it. Uh, Yeah. You know, like, if you're a fan or you play it, you understand how hard that is. But if you don't, then it looks almost like, I don't know, like, this inferior sport. Like, a super highly skilled sport that doesn't take the obvious athleticism that other sports have like jumping high in basketball or like making a crazy catch in football you know or hitting a hundred mile per hour pitch yeah exactly like there's these obvious things that other sports have that golf doesn't like what's impressive it's literally when you're like getting close to the hole but it's just like super technical for like the average person or like a person that's not a fan to enjoy that or like get the grasp of it and i kind of know the feeling of that because it happens with baseball a lot like if you take someone that doesn't watch it and let's say a double play happens and stuff they're like oh like what just happened or and it looks kind of simple like oh one guy throws it to the other and then to the other and there's two outs but for a baseball watcher it was like oh fuck like all these things happen so many moving parts and this and that and it saved the run and all this but people may not see it that way you know first off compared to golf I feel like baseball is packed with action. (laughs) A lot. And also, you know, you're talking about the hole-in-one. Where do you think that ranks among, like, sports, like, specialty things to happen in terms of how special it is or how exciting it is to watch or whatever kind of context category you want to put it in? That shit's very special, bro. Like... I feel like when it comes to other sports, the hole-in-one, you have to, like, make it or compare it to something that will take a long time to do, right? So in baseball, I'd say that's, like... No-hitter perfect game? Yeah, I wouldn't say a perfect game, but probably, like, a no-hitter. Yeah, it's tough because, like, a hole-in-one, you can just, like, never hit one in, like, your whole career. Right, right. You could probably do it while playing with your friends, but, like, when it comes to a tournament and shit, like, it might never happen. So it's... I guess I'd compare it to like a no hitter where like some do it 
it's like possible the chance is always there but it's extremely special so yeah i wouldn't say a perfect game but somewhere along that and what about like a clutch put in you know where in tiger's case he pumps his fist and the crowd goes wild and i mean wild for golf but where do you feel like that ranks Yo, putting is so tough, and it's crazy because it's one of those things where, like, even girls or whatever feel like it's not that crazy, but it's because of mini-golfing, right, and shit like that. When you're on a course, that shit is just completely different. That, in basketball, like, that would be closer to your buzzer beater, your Hail Mary play, where you're, like, I don't know, X amount of feet away, 20, 30, I don't know. Right. And you can sink that? Yeah, like, if you're down two at the end of a game and then you hit a three at the buzzer to win it it's like that same level of kind of energy yeah exactly i was just mentioning tiger's fist pump but i want to take it to another part of him real quick and then tie in another thing related to it so tiger is known for his red shirt and i want to throw it to you for the pro and con on that but also for the master's green jacket that is famous Two fashion ones real quick. Red shirt first. Fire. I mean, no pun. I mean, I know red. <laughs> Whether it was him or it was Nike or maybe a mix of both, but they fucking worked that out. Bro, that shit's so fire. I mean, I got my own red <laughs> Nike golf. You know, I had to do it. <laughs> so fire was actually a give. Shout out to Tori and Ness for my birthday. But everyone knows in the course, like, if you're popping that off, like, you're probably a Tiger fan. Yeah. Literally, from recording this episode, I golfed yesterday, or like the day before recording this, and your boy was wearing the shirt, and I literally <laughs> got like a hey, tiger comments like three or four times. Right. And you know, a man of color playing golf. <laughs> you don't see that often, so it was easy. The comparison was there. <laughs> um, that's a major pro, fashion, the look, and obviously, like the history of it, I pro it. Yeah, I would pro it also. Just so recognizable. And I think that also it contrasts well with the green of the golf course. So it really stands out and kind of sticks in your memory. And I feel like red is also not a color you see often in golf clothes. Like, it's not part of the palette. So it's just unique in general. And we can get into more golf fashion stuff in a little bit. But then what about the green jacket for the Masters? I mean, <laughs> from a strong pro to a strong con, that's easy. Damn. I get it. Like, I, it's some one of those things that you can't really change because of the history and whatnot and the meaning behind it, which I don't really know it. But it's a green jacket. Masters, they pass it off between, like, the person that won it last puts it on the person that just won it. It's like this whole ceremony. It's cool. The jacket itself just looks outdated not the biggest fan of the color itself not horrendous like not the worst looking blazer or sports jacket whatever you want to call it but compared to that dry fit nike red tiger shirt it's just two different levels of fashion you know Uh, it's an easy one for me to con on that jacket i wouldn't say i'd con it but i do get what you're saying and agree that it's kind of outdated but At the same time, for me, I feel like in this case, the tradition works in its favor or makes it not a con just because it has so much history behind it. 
And I do like the green specific tone of color that they use with it. And obviously it connects to golf as well. So I would go with the light pro, I think. Fair enough, fair enough. While we're on the Masters, which I think is safe to say the biggest tournament or the most famous, the guy who just won Hideki Matsuyama, he said after his win that he didn't really look up to other golfers for inspiration as an athlete, and instead he admires baseball players, including our very own Shohei Otani, as well as Yu Darvish and Kenta Maeda. If there was uh, golf jerseys out there, I would have copped one right now. <laughs> With the boy's name in the back. Shout out to him. Real quick, should there be golf jerseys? Why is that not a thing? I don't know. I've never really thought about it. Like, even if it's just the, you know, the classic polo, which is now kind of like a sporty version of it. You know, it's like thinner, the dry fit, mesh type material. Slap a name on that bitch in the back or... <laughs> I don't know, a, a number, if that's a thing. You don't have to do the numbers, but something. They already have the, usually a brand or like the sponsor, mm-hmm. like Titleist, Nike, uh, Uniqlo now is in there. Shout out to them. Why not personalize it a little bit more? Maybe even just in the sleeve, you know, throw like the name. Do you feel like golf sees itself as more pure because it doesn't have like jerseys with big numbers and big names and yeah it's for sure part of it because it is again like a higher end sport it's for the rich it's like you know the country club and high class and smoke tobacco and drink like expensive whiskeys and have fun with the guys and talk about business you know it has that behind it so i guess you don't want to have the names and other shit attached to it because when you think about jerseys and stuff yeah, you can be a fan of a certain player, but you're also, I guess, supporting a team overall or even just a city. Where in golf, it's like a super personal sport. However, like, or I don't even know. Are there like tennis jerseys? Like, do people buy Federer shit? I mean, I think I don't think he has like, like a Tiger, brand they or... buy like the shirt and stuff like that, you know? I mean, he also has Uniqlo now as a sponsor and stuff. He definitely has merch and stuff, but not like a jersey like that. Right. Maybe it's just a thing of like, yeah, since it's like a super personal sport and there isn't like a real team behind it, then maybe it's like harder to sell or you'd have to be a super fan. And at that point, I guess you just buy merch or something like that. So maybe we answered our question, but also I feel like maybe merch is the wrong term to use here, but you know, their line with Nike or whoever. Right, right. Do you mind that it's an individual sport instead of a team sport? I actually think it works well as a single player sport, mostly because of the the way they set up tournaments, I guess, you know, kind of like not a bracket style, but it has that, you know, like a, a chart where like you can go up and down. And obviously, as you play and tournaments usually take multiple days, sometimes weeks. So it's like this whole process, which shows the competitiveness. And obviously, when there's like a lot of competition, it makes it fun. It makes it harder to predict the winner, which is usually a problem in other sports, too. Usually know who's going to win, like the better team with scouting and all that good stuff. But I wouldn't be opposed to more of like some weird teaming up of like golf players. Kind of like, I mean, I guess I'll bring up tennis again since it's a single player sport usually. But there's like duos and have some sort of tournament kind of how you see on like the celebrity matches which i think are played very similar where like you get 
pulled in whether with two players or four and like i think there's room for like a teaming up thing and you can like bring together fan bases you know like if you're a fan of phil's and now you team up with mcelroy or some shit like that i don't know but there's like room there as you were talking one idea that popped into my head just a hypothetical what if you had an 18 person team with one person at each hole and everyone just shot their one hole and that was it that's that shit's crazy i mean i didn't even think about it that way but that'd be super interesting because now you're bringing in like strategy like yo jack is good with the short game so let him play the short hole like right right even if it's like a let's say it's a four person team it's kind of in the same idea of what you Mm -hmm. said but it's like a turn thing so like one person's hitting first second third fourth so you have to choose like who's gonna start because like a person has to tee off and maybe the second person's like the good person at chipping and maybe you leave the last person because he's the best putter shit like that that'd be like fucking amazing to see yeah i pro that idea for sure yeah i mean i would be interested to watch it and I feel like it could almost exist separately where you could still have the individual, but then this could be almost like a new version of golf that they experiment with. But I doubt they will, obviously. Just a random idea, but it would be cool. Yeah, and in this case, I feel like it would open up the doors to that and like creating a team and like they create that into a jersey and then they can actually choose numbers and probably have their names in their backs if they want or... If it goes to that, and I'd be interested in seeing that and how that looks and how that comes together. And obviously it would create like new fans and it's almost like creating a new excitement for the sport. Another thing you brought up earlier was how there's a lack of access for golf usually. And for us, you know, growing up in New York City, and I'm sure the same was the case in DR for you before that. I mean, I don't know. You can tell me but there weren't tons of golf courses around like for us there was one at like van Cortland, and that was probably it but it wasn't really a thing where you had that opportunity to go play even go to the driving range or something so it was never really a thing growing up and because of that i also feel like I've never been able to get into it because it's something you have to do consistently and you have to be in the right place for it. Where other sports, like as a kid, I was playing baseball, soccer, basketball, even like football and tennis and other stuff as well. And I picked that all up pretty easily. But golf, since you can barely ever play it, it's hard to get in that rhythm unless you're doing it consistently yeah uh those are all good points real quick it's funny i was watching like i watch golf videos and shit i follow like i really follow them but like they come up in my youtube oh right right recommendations yeah. Yeah, this yeah. group gm gm mm. golf shout out to garrett yeah. he has a whole squad but i was watching a video i think like last week and they were playing this professional like for fun they link up with like professional golfers just to make content and whatnot they're like playing and the guy goes like the professional he's like oh shit can't wait to take this to dr next week (laughs) and i heard it and i was like i don't even know if i heard that right (laughs) let me play it back (laughs) 
and then whatever like i let the video play and then later on he mentions it again like oh shit i can't wait to play in the tournament next week blah blah and i was like oh shit look it up and yeah they were having like a tournament in dr like a professional it was like an open i guess like one of those and i was like holy fuck like that's insane but with that said like i did grew up in dr i was born there i came pretty young but at least the island has a good amount of golf courses and like even ranges and stuff but they're all there for the rich and mostly tourism guys love taking like trips to the island to do like golf trips and they're like all inclusive you're staying literally by the golf course usually by the beach they're fucking beautiful courses yo it's crazy that for once bro for once i get to flex (laughs) on this podcast (laughs) but not really but my first ever introduction of golf was actually in one of the craziest golf courses like in dr Damn. believe in like puerto plata which is like the north side but it's literally on the coast like you're on cliffs overlooking the ocean i'm assuming it's super expensive but i was there because my uncle was like running it me and my cousin were able to just go in and do whatever the fuck we wanted like i remember as a seven-year-old getting golf carts like driving around the whole place literally like while people were playing we'd go like get in their way like there was mango trees and shit we try to like be knocking mangoes down damn and it's actually like my first memory of like hitting a range i was also like seven years old but i remember sitting and my cousin was a little better but he was like five years older than me so he'd actually hit it far and i was like amazed like holy fuck (laughs) Like, you know that feeling when you yeah. see, like, someone hit a driver or a ball far? You're like, holy fuck, that's so dope. Like, how does it fly that far? Blah, blah, blah. But I remember, like, hitting and swinging, and there was, like, holes where, like, you start on one cliff, but the green is, like, on the other side of the cliff. Like, you gotta go over ocean and shit. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, so, I don't know that I fell in love with the sport at the time. I actually probably didn't like it much because I wasn't good at it, and... Back in New York, when we went to school, middle school and high school, it wasn't really a thing. We did have that Van Cortland, like you mentioned, but I've never even been inside of it, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think I have either. Like, I know it was right there, but I've never even seen the entrance or anything. And I think there's, like, one of the holes you can see from the highway while driving somewhere. I forget, like, if you're driving towards Yonkers or some shit. Yeah, if you're driving towards, like, Gun Hill Road. Right, exactly, exactly. But that's, like, as far as that goes when it comes to golfing over there i don't even think i hit ranges or anything so golf to me was not really a thing until we moved to california back in like 18 i started golfing with like my ex-girlfriend's brother he'd like take me and then he actually gave me like his hand-me-down clubs which is what i still use today and from there especially with how many like courses there are and they're reasonably cheaper than other courses and how many ranges were around us we lived like so close to one i don't know like five seven minutes from one it was like all right this is my time i'm not playing baseball or anything so i have to like find something else golf was it and yeah i pretty much like fell in love with it and now i go probably like every week at least once do you feel like now that you've been playing consistently you saw that it does really take playing regularly over a period of time to get the hang of it and understand it because even like I went with you a handful of times out in California and I still struggled with it because you know I'm going just super sporadically and 
never really having a chance to find my swing and when you're going every week then you can figure that out golf is fucking tough because of that reason it's something you got to do consistent and like i'm low-key still trash sure like i could hit it further and like i kind of know how to adjust but let's say i told you i go once a week right at least or i try to at least if i miss one week and you go back bro you go back to like square one or maybe not like square one like to scratch but square two maybe (laughs) you know we're like out of the bag you're most likely gonna play like shit and i'm at the point now where yeah like i could lose it and be super rusty but i could kind of start finding it later on you know if i play like 18 holes by like hole 10 i start to find it or some shit but still like you don't ever want that and you never really fully find that until like two or three more weeks of doing that then you're like all right i'm, I'm feeling it again but yeah it's super tough and it's one of those things where if you do something the one way you have fun or one of the most popular ways to have fun is if you're kind of good at it or you get something out of it and golf isn't that golf is like this thing where what gets you going back is that you legit swing the club probably like a hundred times in a day and because you hit one lucky like great shot (laughs) that's enough to be like yeah i can't wait to be back next week and maybe i'll hit two of those shots instead of just one out of fucking 400 swings you know when it's little shit like that that keeps you going but that shit is not for the mentally weak for sure like a lot of mental because you don't you don't need to be the most athletic to play golf it's it's a lot of mental although there is also you know the aspect of golf courses are you know filled with nature and space and fresh air and etc and some people do it at least partially to get away and clear their head and stuff like that but i do think that if you're just very very terrible like you need to be at least somewhat decent to be doing that regardless you can't be just god awful and still be playing golf yeah it's true because it's not fun at all and i'm glad that i'm at that point now where like i'm not terrible anymore i'm not good but i'm not terrible so now i get to enjoy those little things because that is probably like the biggest pro of the sport is that it's probably the most fucking relaxing sport out there most of the time, if you're not walking, obviously, you're like in a cart. Everyone got their little both speakers, little JBLs. You're playing a little drizzy. You know, the boy don't miss. Throw it on there. <laughs> if your crew likes to drink, like their Spears or Trulies or Seltzers, whatever it is. Or just Gatorade, like your boy usually drinks. You're just having a time. Like, you're having fun, especially if you're all friends. You're, like, making fun of each other, like. Sometimes you're helping them out, and usually after you help them out, they still hit a shitty ball. Now you make fun of them again. So it becomes like this whole thing, this whole experience, and that's what I probably like the most about golf. It's like relaxing, but with like a competitive edge in a weird way, because it's literally like super relaxing, and I really enjoy that. And obviously, like you have a task, but I pro the experience or like the in-between experience of golfing just being in nature cart music like that whole vibe i it's a major pro real quick golf carts where on that scale are you going because i feel like they're one of the more fun things about it for anyone even if you don't like golf so they could even be bordering on heavy pro golf carts are it 
heavy pro it's actually kind of disappointing sometimes you can go to a golf course and they don't have golf carts like you have to walk them or they have like the little i don't even know what they're called but you like put your bag on a cart and just push it golf carts are it especially when they're dope bro like the newer ones they have like gps systems that show you like the holes and how far it is and all that they have a cooler for you to put your drinks like all that shit they're super dope major pro like it makes it almost feel like they're charging you mostly just for the cart like when you pay for the (laughs) entry because of that so major pro on golf carts i feel like that's part of my favorite experience of playing golf too and then you get to have fun obviously like you're driving around in this open area yeah major pro on golf carts mainly talking about playing like 18 holes or nine holes but there's also the driving range which i feel like is more accessible in terms of i mean we'll get to price in a second but more accessible in the sense of more people can do it even if you're terrible every time you swing it's a new chance and kind of like what you were saying before of even if you hit one good you're happy like if you get a few nice swings in you're like oh that wasn't a total loss you know it's even more or it can be even more relaxing in a way because you don't have to go anywhere you just literally have your bucket and then keep taking them out and swinging away. Yeah, that's true. Like even the practice, because that's what it ranges pretty much. Like you go there for practice. It's super relaxing. I used to really enjoy like on my days off. Sometimes I would just go by myself, like with my headphones, bro. And that shit was like just swing at your own pace. You <laughs> pop a podcast on or just some new music or some shit. Super fire. But the dope shit about the driving range is at least when you're like an okay player kind of like how i feel i am now i feel like tiger bro when i'm at the range i feel like i could do whatever i want and everyone knows there's like this thing where like yo you are a pro at the range but you're like the worst (laughs) player of all time when it comes to the course and that's true like at the range i feel like i could do everything right i hit every club right but when it comes to like putting that on the course completely different story i don't know what it is but so dope it's where you experiment that's where like you show off and shit like hit the ball as far as you can it's stuff that you probably won't do when you're playing on the course because of all the different factors but major pro like i've had good times and enjoy it and even just like the aesthetics of it and you seeing all the balls flying and shit and even if you go at night with like stadium lights and shit it's i like it i even when it comes to just the look taking the sport out I major pro it. Yeah, and also shout out to the Chelsea Piers driving range too. That was one of the other few golf things available in NYC, but... Have you actually ever gone? I don't think so. Like, I've been to Chelsea Piers, but I don't remember actually hitting off the driving range. Yeah, I never did. I always wanted to, but never, like, pulled through with it. Which also, in terms of the price of golf itself, I feel like that's... In addition to it just not being everywhere, that makes it another thing that it's hard for people to get into it because it can cost a lot as well to play a game or buy your own clubs or all that stuff. Yeah, it's a really expensive game, especially when you're bad, like me or us, whatever, like the people I play with, because usually like mine luckily i have like hand-me-down clubs so i didn't have to pay much but let's say you're buying from dicks uh sports authority or models whatever it is 
probably a starter like a whatever set is probably gonna run you like six seven hundred right and you still probably would need like a putter or something because that comes separate just like another hundred two hundred bucks top of that you need to get balls balls are believe it or not like a 12 pack cost you i don't even know 20 bucks or some shit or you could go to like to costco i think has options and you can get a, like a 24 pack for 20 or whatever but Yo, costco really got everything yeah i mean costco <laughs> come on that's a, that's a future episode still like it's expensive like if you go to target or whatever the thing is 12 pack of balls to a guy like me I could lose that in one nice day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like You're sounding like Thurnus Haley right now. <laughs> <laughs> mm, yeah. Uh, so that's gone. Like, you need to buy a bunch of balls. And they're costly. Now, you're not even counting, like, the actual golf course, which you're lucky if you find anything less than 25 bucks. If it is less than 25 bucks, it's probably, like, a nine hole, which, you know, even that's kind of expensive. Most of that. Or a lot of the places don't even include a cart. You'd have to pay like another 10 bucks on top of that to get a cart. You see what I mean? like Or even gas money. Like you're not walking to golf places. Yeah, I mean like if you live in a golf neighborhood, you probably don't care about money, right? So <laughs> you probably don't care about this part of the game. But however, most people don't live next to golf courses. Yeah, you usually have to drive towards the coast or towards the hills or somewhere far from where you live. That's another thing. So yeah, it's just really expensive. It's time consuming. Like you need to clear your day. You need to book it, like call ahead and like book tea times. It's not just something. I mean, some, I guess you can just show up and maybe they have openings, but you don't ever really want to take that gamble. And it's one of those things where like it just takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of planning, takes money. And most of the time you're not even that good. So like, is it worth it? So it's a sport that for sure doesn't have that on its side. Yeah, when it comes to price, that's an easy, easy con. Yeah, and even the clothes, too, that's another thing. Like, if you're invested, you get the quote-unquote right clothes for it. But aside from the price stuff, what do you think of the fashion overall? Like, we talked about the Tiger and Master's Jacket stuff, but I guess also even for people who aren't as familiar would you say it's like polos and shorts slash slacks, khakis? Like, what would you say is golf style? Yeah, I mean, those are all the most seen looks for sure. I feel like it's a sport that's for sure getting better when it comes to the fashion. Like in the last couple of years, even with like the inclusion of Uniqlo and whatnot, it's becoming more sleek less like preppy office guy like casual attire type thing and more like of a sporty but like almost like a zara yeah like unique little look to it which is kind of cool like it looks cleaner and like hyper technical like nike stuff yeah exactly like everything is dry fit and like snug to your body and it looks good i think it personally looks good especially compared to even like the younger tiger woods video where we're like baggy ass slacks like super big on his body <laughs> or like a shirt that would go like under his elbows because it was baggy and yeah i get it like it was part of the time but he was also not the only one looking like that um it was just like how things fit with technology comes like design and better look um so i'll say like back in the day i'd probably con it especially when you go way back way back with the high socks and the Mm. puffy i don't even know khakis like they were almost like jockey pants 
with the weird hat, the, oh, the yeah, newspaper, yeah. the, the, the newsboy hat. hat, the Kangol or whatever it is. Like that's a no. Somewhere in between that, I don't know. I guess from like the 70s to like the early 2000s. I'm like in between. I'd go with like a solid pro because there was some looks. Not too bad. Like even the young tiger isn't too bad. It's more like the fit is ugly, but things starting to improve. And now I'd probably go with like a light to solid pro. Things look better. Now you can kind of make the golf cleats out of anything. I don't know if you've seen Bruce Kepka uh, was golfing like an off-white Nikes and oh, stuff shit. that they made. Almost how like Clint Frazier for the Yankees was mm. making like Jordans baseball cleats and stuff right. like that well they're also releasing like jordans as golf cleats now and other nikes nike has realized like oh shit let's try to make everyone a sneakerhead including golf players and now there's like all sorts of air maxes that are also now literally made as like air max golf ones and like shit like that so you could also look fly on the course those jordan 5 tie-dye ones <sighs> so fire i missed out on them i tried um so yeah i i'd say that within the last like three to five years like the fashion has gotten way better and i pro it also real quick shout out to the nike Air Max one golf grass shoes basically they have the texture of like golf grass like they're so wild they have like a special like grip on the soles that you can wear them on the course so fucking fire extremely limited and expensive at this point on the aftermarket but so dope and somewhat of a detour but related to the fashion there's also Tyler, the creator's golf clothing line, which isn't for golf, the sports stuff, but has the name. So we could just touch on it real quick. I mean, it's from his golf wing name that he's used, which was like a flip of Wolfgang from Odd Future Wolfgang Killed Them All. And Tyler has also done other golf stuff. Like I mentioned briefly that they're in his Haley character before from loiter squad and yeah i mean i would say the golf clothing line i this sounds like one of those oh i liked it better before things i do think it was pushing things more at the beginning and had a lot more options for pieces and was kind of more out there i feel like recently it's become just a lot more simple drops and stuff like that which you know, it's up to him and he sells that stuff out, so I don't blame him. But I haven't felt as excited about the brand in recent years. But that being said, I would still give it like a solid to heavy pro overall. Yeah, I mean, I'll start off by saying my great too. I'd give it a solid pro. Uh, I own a few pieces. You probably have more, but even the name alone is dope. I'd like yeah. to own more shit that I could wear to the actual course just because like it says the name and it'll look right. cooler than what everyone else is wearing and actually if you look through the years of all the golf catalogs and like the shit he's released you probably find some pieces that you can actually wear to the course or that were actually inspired by like that sort of fashion like casual sportswear and stuff like that like even slacks and stuff he's put up yeah some of it and obviously a bunch of polos like Tyler's done a bunch of polo designs that you can probably pull off on the course but yeah i mean definitely not for everyone with colors and whatnot but if you do like it it's a solid pro and i'd even pro it to wear to the course too one last thing in terms of playing it i feel like it's mostly considered or maybe just how it's portrayed but to be more of an old man sport or at least when you're an older adult 
and maybe there is like a surge in young people playing too or maybe i'm just biased because i know you and friends of yours play it a bunch but where do you kind of see like the age range netting out across the board yeah i mean it is for sure an old person sport at least since i go like once a week or whatever i feel like the majority of people i see are up there in age because what we said you don't need to be the most athletic like it's peaceful it's probably chill who knows if they're retired or not yeah it's like very accessible to them so it is for sure like an old person sport and you also have a point that like there has been a growth in like younger people playing especially after covid hit because for like a long time it was the only thing you could do when there was like quarantining that's and, true like, yeah everything was closed golf courses were open and even at the time when it first started we'd have conversations with you know when you go pay and you're talking to like the managers mm-hmm. or the people running it you just make small talk and they're like yeah like this is insane like this is truly a boom like we've never seen before like our business is crazy our tea times are booked like days in advance some courses like weeks in advance and they'd be like yo sometimes like or most of the time like last year let's say before covid they'd just have a bunch of open spots that like you can just sometimes even show up and get a tea time that same day if you didn't have one and now it's like now like if you didn't book at least three four days before like you're not getting in at all and they're like yeah it's like a boom like and young people and even women supposedly like got into it a few of the places we golf at actually made like crazy renovations in their clubhouse and it looks all nice and it's because yeah they have like that influx of money now especially after covid so it brought like this new market for them interesting and now that you have experience with it playing yourself what do you think of playing it virtually so like in a video game because for me growing up when i would go see my family in indiana at the airport that we would fly into they had this mini arcade that i think is still there and they had this game called golden tea and it was basically they had this like round kind of ball in the center of it that was like the control and you kind of like spun it to shoot the shot and that was like always my favorite game to play there i think partially because of just the mechanism for hitting it was just fun to spin that but played that a bunch and later when i had like the nintendo wii would play like wii sports golf which i looked up a youtube video on for a refresher and it low-key made me want (laughs) to play that again but i don't think i ever played any other like video games besides those of golf golf games are easy pro for me even before i started golfing like in real life i'd play a bunch of golfing games even like in middle school there was one on the computer me and my cousins used to play that was fun as fuck i don't remember the name but used to play that i think i owned one of the tiger woods ones because it was like on sale and i bought it back around that same time too fun as hell we i mean the we revolutionize virtual <laughs> sports it's almost like vr super dope i mean i don't think the golf one compares to baseball or bowling those are like 
the Wii's best hits, but golfing was for sure fun, and I did plenty of that as well. I never actually owned a Wii, but I'd spend like summers in Vegas when my mom was living there, and my cousin had a Wii, and we'd run it like all day. Later on, when I got like iPhones and shit, some of my favorite apps were like golfing games. Don't have one right now, but I think last year or two years ago, I used to run it a lot. There's like a really good PGA game. I just got like tired of it and stopped playing, but it's really good and fun. So pro it on the iPhone as well. And even now I own like the newest 2K PGA 2021 because all my friends got it. So I was kind of like talked into it. Not that I would have bought it if they didn't, but I had some pretty fun times like playing with everyone and shit. But yeah, I, I pro golfing games overall. And then in terms of like movies, there's the older one of Caddyshack, which is really well known, but I feel like more the one for our generation, at least so far, is Happy Gilmore, which I forget what you said about it in the Adam Sandler episode, but I feel like it's one of the classics for him. Yeah, easily. I mean, I know there's other ones, but it's probably like the only one I think of when I think of golfing movies. Super fun. I mean, Adam Sandler, one of the classics, top fives in my opinion. Yeah, easy for me to pro it. I guess it wouldn't hurt to see some newer golfing movies. I don't know what the plot would be, but Happy Gilmore was different and it worked. All right. So then before we wrap it up fully, just going to add in here that we didn't touch on mini golf because we want to do that in a separate episode in the future, but... I feel like it's its own beast to regular golf, so that's why we're partially saving it. And also a newer one, and this is also connected to YouTube in a way, but Disc Golf, which we'll do a separate one on at some point. Yeah, I mean, when you got a sport that has literally created other sports and activities, (laughs) that's a good thing. But yeah, so overall, I feel like golf is a sport that even though I've never been able to have the time to get any good at it, it's still more fun to play than to watch. And I feel like if I were to get good at it, it would really turn into a big pro. So while I'm not a fan of watching, I'll still probably go with like a light pro with a potential for it rising even higher in the future. I mean, if we were splitting it up, I would go con on watching and light pro to solid pro on playing. But overall, I think it has enough that it pushes over the pro edge. I'd probably approach it in a similar way where I'd go with like watching and play it. It is completely different Uh, when it comes to watching. I'd probably go with like a light pro. Obviously, I'm more of a fan now. I'm playing it more. So I can kind of understand the things that are going on a little bit better. So when it comes to taking that into consideration, I'd give it like a light pro. When it comes to the actual sport, playing it and the whole experience with it, that's like a major pro for me. Obviously, it's become one of my hobbies and shit I really enjoy doing and look forward to like every week. Again, doesn't mean I'm good or anything, but it's like one of those things where the the small victories make you want to keep playing it and feel like mm-hmm. you're getting better, even if you're not. It's like a life lesson, you know? <laughs> Every time you play, it's like, huh, you thought, let me humble you. Bam. It's that kind of sport, and I guess we all kind of need that. Um, and I, I enjoy that part of it. It's like a true challenge. 
top of that, again, playing it with friends. You get to meet people sometimes when you get paired up. Enjoy nature. Smell the grass. Get frustrated. Slam a club. Drink a beer or a Gatorade. Eat some chips, some flower seeds. It's, it's a whole vibe, you know. Um, it's a major pro. Alright, so that wraps it up for this episode of Pros and Cons. I'm Jack. You could find me at Jack Bloom Summer, Summer with an O on everything. And I'm Kev. You can find me at Same Old Kev pretty much everywhere. Let's see Otani and Hideki hitting it up on a charity event real soon. Hell yeah.